1: From MPB Think Radio, this is Now You're Talking with me, Marshall Ramsey. It's a show about the most interesting people and stories of Mississippi. Look, today we welcome Melissa Robinson and Patricia McGlure of the Mind Center at UMMC to talk about their program and an upcoming benefit concert featuring pop legend Cindy Lauper, which will take place on October 25th at Thalia Mauer Hall in Jackson. Plus, we'll talk about the latest headlines in the weekly roundup. And to be part of the show, give us a call at 877 MPB Ring. That's 672 7464 Hey, you can email me too at marshall at mpbonline.org. This is now your talking on MPB Think Radio, and we'll be right back after the news.
0: mpbonline.org is the destination for everything Mississippi Public Broadcasting. Catch up on past shows from Think Radio, check out MPB TV or Music Radio, and become a sustaining member, all from one place. Get connected now at mpbonline.org. You're listening to Now You're Talking with Marshall Ramsey on MPB Think Radio. Welcome back. This is
1: Now You're Talking on MPB Think Radio. I'm your host, Marshall Ramsey. Happy Monday, by the way. Gosh, what a... a, um, Now, I saw the other just a few minutes ago where they said meteorological fall is coming up, which I've never really heard of meteorological fall. Apparently, that's September 1st. Um, Fall is one of those four-letter words that I can't wait to hear because I'm really, really looking forward to it not being like feeling under a tongue. It's really hot out there today, but... Tell you what's hot in the studio, too. I'm glad that you're here. we got a great show, a hot show, I guess. I don't know. We have a really good show. We've got a couple special guests. We have Melissa Robinson and Patricia McClure from the Mind Center at UMMC. And we're going to talk to them a little bit about that program, which is amazing. And, of course, they've got a benefit concert coming up featuring Cindy Lopper, the woman who does not ever age. I don't know what she you – know, what kind of – she must drink formaldehyde. I've never seen anything <laughs> quite like it. Um, but, anyway, she's going to come in. They've got a big concert coming up on October 25th at Thalia Mara Hall. Which, you know, they've had, of course, had Glenn Campbell and, of course, the Doobie Brothers brothers came in. It's just a really great fundraiser for the center, but it also raises awareness. And, of course, uh, Melissa and Patricia and I all have something in common, too. We've all had a loved one that has had Alzheimer's, dementia, uh, one, either one. I mean, I don't know which one Dad had, but he had it. And, of course, so we'll talk about that, too. And we've got a lot of things to cover. Uh, Big weekend over the weekend. John McCain passed away. Senator John McCain. Um, I got to tell you, I had a personal uh, story with him. It's not as cool as most people's, but mine was uh, pretty much typical for me. Um, It was just a moment of sheer stupidity. Okay, flashback, it was the Republican National Convention, 1996, San Diego, California. I lived in San Diego, but I was covering it as a journalist, I guess a cartoonist, if you'd like to consider a cartoonist that, uh, for my syndicate. And I got invited to a VIP party, which is one of the last times that's ever happened, uh, to go see a comedian named Paul Shanklin, who does used to do parodies for Rush Limbaugh, blah, blah, blah. So I'm in the VIP line, which was kind of cool. It's like a fast pass at Disney World. And I turn around, and there's John McCain standing right behind me. And I go, you're John McCain. The dumbest thing I could have possibly said. And he looks at me like I'm a moron and says, oh, my gosh, I am John McCain. He pulls out his wallet, looks at his license. I'm John McCain. He was getting all really excited about it. And I was just like, okay, I get it. I'm a moron. <laughs> but he and I talked for a few minutes, and he and my wife Amy and I, and we all talked. And, um you know, I thanked him for his service and for what, the sacrifices he made in his life. I can't even imagine being tortured for five and a half years and, and coming out and then not being terribly bitter and hateful and angry and, you know, just going forth with your life and serving in the Senate like did. And I know some people, you know, may have issues with things that he did. And I know the day I die that yeah, people yeah, have yeah. things I have <laughs> problems with, too. So but anyway, I did a cartoon about it. It's in the paper today and it's online and so forth and did pretty well on. Uh, Instagram and Twitter and all that good stuff, but it was, I just had his plane coming in for the final landing and the little aircraft carrier said service on it and that's been his life. And so that was really cool. Um. To be part of that and of course uh, Michelle is in the studio right now with what is it you got like producer central in there you got everybody in the in their brother Kevin's in there oh, Java course. was in there it's, you're in there
2: it's, it's always like this And this is the hub this is the brain of everything
1: do you have snacks in there
2: uh we had snacks we actually had a uh, pie this morning from I know Debra. I saw that deborah pie it was that was great <laughs> It was actually called a um almond joy, almond joy pie. I'm enjoying. So coconut with the fresh blackberries and strawberries on top. I ate a little bit of it because it was very sweet for a morning, um, but it was I ate a bite and it was really good. Though.
1: Speaking of Deborah, I got to be a oh, rock star with did. her the other night. That was so much. You fun. did well,
2: and both of you. I mean, but it was natural. I kept saying. Be yourself. Be yourself. You're, you're vibrant. You're special already. Don't try to change for television. Just be yourself. And it worked. And you're always yourself. So you yeah, you It's pretty easy. But, you know, <laughs> I mean, the
1: whole reading the teleprompter
2: thing. Kind of messes with your mind, doesn't it? it? You know, luckily, I, I thought.
1: after about three years of doing conversations, because, you know, we don't use a teleprompter. Mm-hmm. But we use it to do the opening mm-hmm. because um, it's kind of ironic. We're doing a show about memory today. I can't memorize anything, and I have not been... I, I remember one of the worst grades I ever got in elementary school. We had to memorize a poem, mm. and I couldn't memorize anything, and my kids make fun of me because I sing the wrong lyrics of songs that have been out for 35 years. I don't know what it is about my brain. I just can't hold that kind of stuff. Oh so, so I always read the teleprompter when I do the introduction, and I remember my guests, obviously, and I know their whole lives, and we can ask lots of great questions, but it's just I can't remember you know and surely my producer just looks at me like she like, laughs she laughs she just like you laugh at me it's well just, i don't know.
2: well i'll give you a great script it's right in front of you so you don't have to read and, a then I, and then
1: i go all off it yes, and just you drive do. you crazy i just
2: i don't know who's training who <laughs> by the end of this whatever this is let's see who wins you know what and it works it works we <laughs> well, have you know, a good well, time we work well together i guess uh i give yeah, a little no, wait a minute you said we work well together i guess now, you no, give a little i give a little it's called a compromise and with uh-huh. any relation good relationship you have to compromise I think we do it pretty well.
1: <laughs> I, you know what? I'm having a feeling that we may need a therapist. Maybe we can get Dr. Phil or somebody in here. To That's cook, on,
2: on the next. Now you're talking. Yeah, That's maybe. Funny. I'll,
1: better yet, I'm just going to give you Amy's phone number. And uh, y'all this, can talk because she's been oh, putting up with me for a long time.
2: The conversations we would have. But she actually came in on the show one she time. Did. Yeah,
1: Sharita got her in. You
2: know that'd be interesting. That's a little nah, angle. It was I actually,
1: do. a little bit scary. To be honest <laughs> with you, I don't like somebody who knows my secrets <laughs> behind
2: on my end. the curtain, Marshall Ramsey. Yeah, well, be good. That's not, it right there. Yeah, there ain't but, um, a lot um, much Speaking the of weekends, how was yours? Mine was great. I had a great weekend. It was great weather. Well, tell me why yours was great. Um, I actually got outside and I washed, helped, helped. Let me put that word in. I helped uh-huh. wash the car yep. And Whoa. I got in there, and I got dirty, and I was sweating, and sweat was dripping off my nose, and I was cleaning the spokes, and I felt so liberated.
1: Well, good. You can come on over to my house and be liberated again. My car needs washing. Well, I helped. Okay. Did you hear that word? Okay, so. You, oh, so you,
2: you supervised. Well, my boyfriend kept looking at me and said, why are you out here again? I'm like, because I want to know how what? to do this. If you, not saying something would happen to him, but if I want the car washed and he doesn't feel like doing it, I can do it. Yeah. So as Two beautiful women looking at me. We have to learn how to do things on our own, like change a flat tire, wash a car, um, change the oil, maybe. Or drive through the car wash, as Amy does. (laughs) Cut the grass. And didn't you say your wife, that's Wilt's wife, my um, experts on everyday tech, his wife cuts the grass. She's very territorial about it. Really? She won't let anyone, they have a son, but she won't let anyone else cut the grass Oh, no, no, that's why
1: I had children. I mean that. I mean they were like, you know, oh, no, I don't care if you are three, you can push the mower up Stop. the hill. Stop. You
2: know. Well, I wanted to learn how to cut the grass, so mm-hmm. one Saturday, well Sunday, because mm-hmm. he does it on Sundays. I said, "Can I watch?" And he was like, "Oh." Then I asked him, "Can I can I push it?" Because it's like a self-propelled one. Yeah. He was like, "Oh my God!" Here, and I went all on the side and stuff. He was like, "Okay, okay, you're, you you learn enough." He does so not that's, like that's to... where we're
1: fundamentally different because if Amy said, "Hey, I want to cut the grass," I'm like, "I'll start it for you." Really? You know, I wouldn't have any problem with it. He
2: doesn't. He's very uh, archaic in his thinking a yeah, little bit. Yeah. He says certain things are women's jobs and certain things are men's. I'm like, oh, my God, it's 2018. Yeah. But he really.
1: I'm, no, I'm not liberated. I'm just lazy. <laughs> and, you know. I'm like, hey. well, yeah, I mean, yesterday, for instance, we we did a little bit of housework, and I had to fix a fence and do a little yard work, and, you know, I mean, I'm down a kid now, so, I mean, it's getting a little bit harder, and, you know, one of them's busy and all that good stuff, so I'm like, I'm running out of my, my labor force. It's starting to shrink. I feel like the rest of Mississippi. I've got brain drain, but uh, she was cleaning out the garage, and I was out there working outside, and we were working together, and I think as long as we're both, Working at the same time, Mm -hmm. there's no anger going. But if I, she was out there in the garage working and I was in, say, watching football, there would have been a little bit bit of a problem. Yeah. Hey, I watched my son run this weekend. It was fun. He came in second in this cross-country meet. So he uh, broke his personal record by over a minute. So he'll probably, yeah. we're
2: thinking he's going to break 17 minutes. And that's the year. middle child, right? And that's the middle child. Okay. Yes. You have to keep him in order. I know. What's the little one doing? I like him. Um, he doesn't get as much no, fanfare. He's, he's right? doing
1: some serious <laughs> Kung Fu these days. I've been pretty proud of him, man. He, I think he's determined to take out his his older brother. Okay. Yeah. I like that. You know,
2: he's sixth grade. So, you know, his brother's taller than him. And it is so funny when I look at you, you. My daughter's 14. Yeah. Okay. I'll be 45 in December. So imagine that. So I have... One high schooler, you have an elementary student no middle school Oh, man. he's okay. Yeah, he's a well, two man. middle school, well, sixth grade is you know still little. But look at this, and then a college student. So yeah. you have three different spans. That's a lot mentally going on in the house. How do you guys do uh, it? You
1: know, and that's what we, we were talking a little bit with our guests about that. I I, mean, I do have memory lapses, and I'm star- <laughs> I'm starting to think you know. And then of course, when you lose a parent to Alzheimer's, you're thinking, oh no, you know this is this is it. But it's not that. You know, it's like, okay, well, I just lost two parents in the last year, and I've got three kids, and I've got four jobs, and I'm getting my master's, and I just ran a marathon. And I think after a while, I think your brain just is like saying, Take a break.
2: Speaking of masters, uh, let's talk about that. Yeah, because you were doing. Because I'm
1: on the I'm on the starting line, and you're almost at the finish line.
2: And that's what I was saying. Um, I get a an elective class this semester. I'm like, oh, elective. That's easy. You have a practicum, which is the real class, and yeah. your elective class should be easy. Yeah. I go online because I don't like online classes. Normally, my classes are face to face. I go online. This the professor is living in Dallas. She doesn't live here. Yeah. This is at Jackson state now. She is a, a professor that lives in, in Dallas that I couldn't even talk to, per, you know, face to face if I wanted to. The course load is crazy and this is, it is I'm a counseling um major getting my master's degree in clinical mental health counseling and this is That's a, why we get along so well. Right. She's always analyzing this me. This is a uh, social workers course mm-hmm. that I'm taking as a an elective that my counselor put me in. And I am just laughing at how this semester is going to work out. But I know it's going to work out fine. I do have a lot of work in front of me. Plus, internship I'm starting after Labor Day. So I'm so impressed. You said jobs. I have like five jobs and a 14-year-old.
1: Yeah. Yeah. and I mean, you and I both, because we do a lot of speaking and Mm -hmm. you do public events things. Because, you know, you're famous. (laughs) No. It's all good. So, hey, we have a great show ahead of we us We do. Today. And I, I
2: want to um, ask the ladies when we come back, Yeah, you're talking about brain farts and things like that. That's what we call them. She's cracking up on me. That's true. My daughter calls it a brain fart, and she says, Mom, you're getting old, but... Where's the cough, the cough button so exactly. I can bleep you out? What are some things you can do to strengthen your brain? When you oh, get to my yeah. age, 45, and you're like, what did I come in here to do, or... What was i going to tell you jordan and <laughs> stuff like that you forget those little things there are games and their other puzzles and things like that that we can start doing i should have started a while ago strengthening strengthening my brain so let's talk about that in i a tell you i've way. probably
1: read 15 books on the topic since dad's died you know because really? you're just terrified you just don't want it to happen to you so yeah. it's a um, very tough thing but i tell you what i'm really excited about the concert yeah. and they're going to talk about that too yeah. cindy Lopper's coming i mean Ooh. seriously she does not age Girls Just Want to Have Fun. Oh, my goodness. I know it. I can't wait. And the soundtrack of my high school years, that's amazing. Oh, well, my. I mean, not for me personally, mm-hmm. but, I mean, I didn't sing Girls Want to Have Fun that much. But <laughs> yes, you did. No, just like, <laughs> no, but I will belt out time after time for you here just after the break. How does that All sound? All right,
2: we're going to play that. I'm going to play that coming
1: in, too. <laughs> that sounds great. Just not me singing it. This is Now You're Talking on MPB Think Radio.
0: MPBOnline.org is the destination for everything Mississippi Public Broadcasting. Catch up on past shows from Think Radio, check out MPB TV or Music Radio, and become a sustaining member all from one place. Get connected now at MPBOnline.org. Back to school means a fresh start, a clean slate. But since teachers rarely ride on slate chalkboards
2: anymore, it's a clean laptop or tablet, plus all the other school gear your child needs for a great year of learning. So when you're buying those school supplies, give yourself a great year of learning with all the news and quiz programs you love on MPB Think Radio. Keep those programs coming by rounding up your change from those school supplies. Go to mpbonline.org to see how easy it is. It's going to be a great
0: year. You're listening to Now You're Talking with Marshall Ramsey on MPB Think Radio. The information presented on this program is meant to provide general information about the topics discussed and is not necessarily the opinion of Mississippi Public Broadcasting. The information presented does not create any type of relationship between the hosts and guests and the listening audience. Please consult an appropriate professional for guidance about your concerns.
1: I tell you time after time, Michelle comes up with the best bumper music, and today we 're going to have a great show too, just like we do time after time as well. Very excited to have in the studio a couple guests of course we 're going to be talking with the mind Center and of course they're a leader in the search to crack the code of alzheimer 's disease and I know a lot of you out there um, unfortunately have had to uh, experience that with your family and so I, I just glad to have you all in the studio and we got Melissa Robinson and, and Patricia McClure from the Mind Center. Okay, just go ahead and introduce yourselves. Talk about a little bit of what yeah. you do. Okay, Well,
3: thank you so much for having us, Marshall. I'm yeah. Melissa You're Robinson. Melissa? Yeah, uh-huh. and I um, do mostly fundraising and development for the Mind Center. Which I've is a here. very cool job. Yes, I'm very fortunate, and it's a cause near and dear to my heart. Yes. So I've been there for a little over two years now. Two years. Um, and I've gotten the chance to work with Patricia I'll let her introduce herself. Yes,
4: I'm Patricia McClure. Um I have been with um, the Mind Center as a board member, and um, I have been having a great time for the past um, seven years. We're on our seventh concert. So oh, is it the seventh? Seventh. It's been seven years. Our first one was not a concert, but okay. Um,
1: they've been concerts ever since. Yeah, so I remember when Glenn Campbell came. and That was like yeah. the first concert, right?
3: Or the band Perry was the band Perry. Oh, the band Perry was. Okay. So we've had the band Perry. Then we had Glenn Campbell, Mm -hmm. um, Gladys Knight. uh, Then we had Brian Wilson from the Beach Boys. Which was amazing. Yes. Um, Jimmy Brothers. And then now Miss Cindy. And
1: and of course, um, so I mean, seriously, if you want to go to this concert, you need to figure out, and we'll tell you how to get tickets and everything today. You need to go ahead and get them. Because, I mean, it's been very popular so far, hasn't it? Yes,
3: yeah, absolutely. So tickets went on sale on Friday at 10 a.m. Yeah. Um, Ardenland.net. And, Yay, Arden. Um, yes. And, and we've already we've re- sold half. Yeah, we've already sold we've half. You sold half yes.
1: already? Yes. So, <laughs> wow. Time
3: to, get, time to get on your computer right yeah.
1: now. Well, yeah, I mean, Cindy Lover's one of those kind of people that, you know, you just, okay, you listen to music and everything. And one day she pops back up on television and you're like, she hasn't changed at all. She really does look very much the same. I mean, it's it's incredible. And you said on a writer, I was, she, she was talking about the food that she demanded on there. I was hoping <laughs> well, I will it was say like Eminem's food. No, she well,
3: didn't, no no no. She was really it was sweet. She actually was just said, um, please provide menus for restaurants that have this type of food really? so she will order it herself she just asked for oh,
1: okay so it's not like she doesn't want red and no, or anything no, like that no you have to pick them out
3: Mm-mm.
1: oh cool but Sorry. i mean she wants an, um, a very healthy diet
3: she though. did she did want a very healthy diet
1: which is i think very important for what we'll be talking to absolutely uh, talking about a little bit too so the anti-inflammatory mm-hmm. diet. yes yep. Definitely. And, um, and, and I know, I mean, just after, like I said, the stuff I've been reading, it's like, I really kind of cut back on sugar back in November, because I was reading this book about how sugar can possibly contribute to that also. And, you know, the science isn't exactly 100% on that. But, you know, I don't want to be pre diabetic. So that was kind of the thing. And I lost like 30 pounds within like three weeks. Everybody's, wow. everybody's like, are you sick? It's like, <laughs> no, I'm just not eating junk. It's like, oh, but you know, I'm eating junk again. So it's, it's a terrible thing. Let's talk a little bit about the Mind Center. Um, and it has incredible mission. And I discovered something today I did not know. What is that? That mind actually stands for something. So Mem- what does mind stand for?
3: Memory. impairment, Neurological.
1: Dementia. So. Okay, good. You, so you actually remembered what it stands for. <laughs> no, that's wait, good. We,
4: we didn't say neurodegenerative. disease. Neurodegenerative
1: yeah. dementia center, yeah. yeah. I'm sorry we were both talking at the same time because
4: I always love saying
1: This is going to be a mess.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <maybe>. <laughs> but that's, that's very cool. And how long, we talked just a little bit about concert. How long has it been around? And talk about some of the mission.
3: So how long has the Mind Center yeah, been around? Mm-hmm. So we were started um, in 2010, and that was really um, with – Patricia's father, and then Dr. Mosley, Ambassador John John Palmer, and Dr. Mosley, yeah. um, just seeing a real need for uh, a, a center based here in Mississippi that was dedicated to Alzheimer's and dementia research, and that's really where the focus started in 2010. And then in 2013, you know, there was such a calling for what do we what can we do for the families that are currently suffering from this disease? So how do we help those that are in our community? And that's when we established the mind center clinic. Uh, So the clinic is where um, those that are currently beginning to have, you know, memory impairment can come and be diagnosed and and we can work with them to see exactly what's going on.
1: And I got to tell you as a, um, you know, I mean, as a, I guess being the child of somebody who gets it. And my sisters, I mean, my oldest sister worked for the CDC, so she has definitely some smarts to her. My middle sister is very, um, very sharp and very organized, and I'm very good at certain things, too. Frankly, we just didn't know what to do. I mean, it was like you you get hit with that diagnosis, and you're like, okay. I mean, that's what's so great that you all have that because and we ended up having to hire a nurse um, advocate who actually had a psychology degree and was a nurse and could help us find a good home to put dad in and so forth. So I think it's fantastic that you have that service there for families because
3: it's tough. It is. And, you know, we hear a lot of times that it's not that it's the individual person that's diagnosed with the disease. It really is the entire family. It's the whole family. And so that's a huge component that we offer at the mind center is just how do we support those caregivers? So we have wonderful RN care coordinators and social workers that are there at the appointments when the patient is coming in, as well as there for the family as they begin navigating each stage of the disease, you know, from when the parent first gets diagnosed and how do we deal with bill management and some of those early things that we need to look at. And then when is it time to maybe look at, Um, long-term care. And is that someone coming into the home or are we looking for a new place for mom to live or how does that work?
1: And that's tough because I mean, my mom was not capable because dad had actually been taking care of mom for a long time. So it was like the nightmare scenario for us because Mm -hmm. she was not able to take care of dad. And so, you know, we're like, Oh, what are we going to do here? And we hired help and so forth. And then dad got moved into the home. But I mean, it's really, really, I've just seen caregivers literally age you know, because it's so stressful. It
3: is. And we we actually do see a lot of caregivers that um, end up developing uh, dementia themselves after caring for a loved one with Alzheimer's or dementia, just I believe from the, the stress of the disease. And yeah. so it's so important to take care of those caregivers. And so if you know someone that's, you know, currently dealing with this, just checking in on them and seeing how you can help, maybe it's going over and giving them a break for a minute while they can go and just get their hair done or go to the grocery store or just have those moments. That's so important.
1: And it is, you really do need to reach out to people because, Mm -hmm. and even if you may feel uncomfortable sometimes being around somebody who has it, which is silly, But, you know, I mean, I understand that. But, you know, the person really does need your love and support. We were sitting there talking to each other before the show started, and it was like suddenly a a support group started up. Right. It was pretty – because we're all like, yeah, we've been there. We got the T-shirt.
4: And recently, Kim Campbell was in Tupelo at the Alzheimer's Conference. and she's amazing. She is amazing and so strong. She spoke and said that, um, you know, she never did want to put him in a home. And she said that she didn't realize – how much her body had been going through so much stress yeah. because she wanted to take care of him and everything, and she just worn herself out. Mm-hmm, absolutely, and really had to
3: talk yeah, to her and just get, let her know that there are services, you know, available. And I yeah. think that's the uh, the other part of the Mind Center's mission is just removing that stigma from from the word Alzheimer's right. um, and letting you know people be able to talk about it to share kind of their stories. Um, I think everyone knows that if you can that's why we have caregiver support groups. We have two that meet um, every month, one um, at the Flowood Family Medical Center and then one at the Pavilion at UMMC. You don't have to be, uh, you know—you don't have to have a patient at the Mind Center to be able to access those. Mm -hmm. Um, You can just come and be able to be with other people that are kind of currently experiencing the disease as well. And I think just being able to share those stories, figure out tips and um, things that might have worked for them or things that, Things to avoid or that kind of thing. It can be very, very enlightening and very encouraging.
1: For for us, the thing that was very important was learning how to redirect. Mm -hmm. Like when we're talking, Um, you know, like what what Dad would start talking about his parents, obviously, and and say, "Oh yeah, they're going to come by and pick me up in a little bit." Well, parents have been dead since probably the ninety three, nineteen ninety three. And, and you can say, no, dad, they're not here. But if you do that, then they're mourning because right. suddenly, like, oh my gosh, I just lost my parents. They're they're gone. So, you know, you, you would say, oh, yeah, they'll be here in a little bit, dad. And then dad would move on to something else. And you learn. And I think for me, one of the greatest moments of redirecting with dad was the last time I saw him awake, um, I was with him when he passed, but was, it was a couple of weeks before he died. I walked in, and he kind of holed himself. Dad was very social, you know, up until the very end. He never lost his sense of humor, and he never lost his wanting to greet people, and love people. But at this point, he was off as his kidney started going out. And I walked back there, and Dad looked at me horrified. And I was like, what's wrong? And, and apparently in his mind, I was in college. So he did recognize me. Mm-hmm. Um, and he said, does this mean I have to pay your tuition? Oh, gosh. And and I looked at him and I said, "No, Dad, I've got great news. I got a scholarship, and you never have to pay my tuition again." And he got the biggest smile on his face that <laughs> he was so glad. I was, but it was just one of those things that if I had not known how to do that, you know, and it was just. Uh, but so that was that's why yeah. it's so important to talk to other people that have walked the journey. Yeah, you know?
3: we actually just had a conference in Tupelo last week, and one of the sessions was on. um uh, cor- don't correct, redirect, and it yes. is that that ex- same exact philosophy. And because I think so often it's easy, particularly for a spouse, to just get frustrated. They've answered the same question yeah. over and over again, and so learning those tips of how you can, you know, redirect and and make it to where it's a positive relationship for both for both parties. That's so important.
1: And I always called it the reset. Yes, you know, because whenever Dad would reset, you know, as he progressed in the disease, the reset would get shorter and shorter sure. and shorter. And it was so fun. There was two other guys at the home that he hung around with and they were always plotting an escape. <laughs> they were like, and it was like, okay, I really don't need to be hearing this because I'm <laughs> going to have to turn you in. You know, you're not going over the wall here, you know? And they, I mean, honestly, there was nothing to escape from, but you know, they like to plot and plan and everything. Uh, Alzheimer's it's, you know, it, it's, oh my gosh, it, it seems like it, it, it has exploded, but I think our population has in, probably increased. So
3: yeah, I think that's there's a lot of reasons. I think a you do see particularly we're now getting with, older the, too. Yeah, we're we're living longer, yeah. and one of the things Dr. Mosley you know will always mention, and Dr. Tom Mosley is the director of the Mind Center, um, and so when I've you know when he speaks, it's before we've had so many advances in other medical interventions. Right. So before when someone would you know die of a heart attack on the golf course at 60, well that's what that's what killed them. Yeah, and now we've made such strides in both heart disease and cancer and you know, managing diabetes and those type of things. So what's what's happening is we have people we we do have people living longer and so now we're seeing, you know, an increase of Alzheimer's and dementia. And we also have the biggest group are these baby boomers that are now aging into their um yeah. You know, 70s and 80s and so that's that's another key factor as well
1: I noticed uh, you know we go back over to the Atlanta area where I grew up and you start seeing member care homes are popping mm-hmm. up everywhere so I mean it's just huge and it's a big financial thing too we'll talk about a little bit of that too let's take a quick break and very happy to have in the studio Melissa Robinson and Patricia McClure from the Mind Center and of course you are hearing the amazing Cindy Lopper, who is going to be here in Jackson for a benefit concert that will be October 20. 20- yeah, it is. I, my memory is better than I thought. That's good. Kind of appropriate for today's conversation. This is now. You're talking on MPB Think Radio.
2: Oh.
0: If you're a sustaining member of MPB Think Radio. We appreciate your support of our programs. To become a sustainer, go to mpbonline.org. You're listening to Now You're Talking with Marshall Ramsey on MPB Think Radio.
1: Welcome back. This is Now You're Talking on MPB Think Radio. I'm your host, Marshall Ramsey. We have in the studio Melissa Robinson and Patricia McClure with the Mind Center at UMC. And we're talking a little bit about Alzheimer's, obviously, and dementia. Um, You know, I, I just mentioned that it seems like the, gosh, it's just exploded. But, I mean, obviously the baby boomers are getting older, like you said, and the population's growing. And probably there's some other factors that are thrown in there as well. Uh, I want to touch on this real quick, and we're going to talk about the can- the concert too. It, okay, we're all sitting here. We've gone through this journey, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we don't want to go on that journey ourselves. It, what? What? If I'm sitting here listening right now, and I've just lost someone to Alzheimer's and everything else, and I feel like oh my, I could be genetically, you know, predisposition. Are there things that people can do to help avoid that kind of fate?
3: Well, that's a great question, and I think it's one that you know most people are asking there, there are genetic tests that you can get to see if you do carry that, that gene. Um, yeah. However, I don't think I would want to know either. And because even if you do, even if you have um, the mark, you know, you have that genetic marker from both sides of, you know, from both your mother and father, that doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to develop the disease. And so really what we're looking at at the Mind Center are our risk factors. What are the risk factors that are causing this disease? And then by adjusting those risk factors, just like people have done with with heart disease and, you know, um, diabetes, are we able to um, minimize that risk for ourselves? So um, Dr. Mosley will say, this is what we think we know at the moment based on the current science that we have. And so, a lot of it um, is is kind of common knowledge. So it's you know regular exercise, um, a healthy diet. We recommend the Mediterranean diet. So you know a lot of good fats and um, good oils and that type of thing. Um, obviously, s- stop smoking if if you're smoking. Yeah. Limit alcohol intake um, and. Just care for your heart. I think that's the biggest thing because right. because you
1: want to give as much oxygen to your brain, right? As you can right, get, and you know, it's all about it.
3: Yeah, you know, vascularly, it's all kind of going in the same place. So, right. you know, caring for your heart, managing diabetes if you do have that, um, those are all just small steps that you can take. And then again, too, obviously, becoming socially um, c- continuing to stay socially engaged. Yeah. And I will say the other thing that, um, we've, we've been mentioning a, a lot as well is just the importance of sleep. Um, and we, we actually did a, oh, I'm a toast. <laughs> we did a, a, a session recently on, um, and sleep on sleep apnea and the connection of sleep apnea, uh, to some cognitive t- decline as well. So, um, those are all just current risk factors that we we think we have currently identified and we're you know continuing to study them but that's that's a few tips and And dr
4: mosley he does feel um the vascular is
3: very important because of
4: his um the eric study that he's been doing and they found a lot of risk factors i mean with high blood pressure cholesterol all of those um combined and diabetes Mm -hmm. are a big factor yeah
3: so um uh, patricia mentioned the eric study and so that's just to give a little bit of background that's a 30-year population-based study that we've been doing at the mind right largest it is it is fascinating and so we started studying these people when they were in their 50s and 60s and now they're in their 80s and 90s wow and so what we can go back and look at is for those about a third of those have now developed um dementia so what was happening in their life, you know, 10, 20, 30 years ago? Um, and for those that don't have dementia, we're just as, you know, eager to see, well, what were they doing that was possibly um, preventing them from getting this disease? And. Uh, hypertension and diabetes um, are two very strong risk factors in the development of, of dementia.
1: So, yeah, because I, I was reading a book. Like I said, I'm going – you're talking science. I'm going off into what I've read. So sure. this yeah. – do not th- – that little disclaimer you heard at the beginning of the show, that was because of what I'm about to say. <laughs> but I've, I've read that, you know, they talk about, like, type 3 diabetes, that there is a relation to your blood – if you're, like, pre-diabetic sure. or blood sugar, that that does – because basically diabetes – I mean, uh, dementia is – Building a plaque, yeah, and so you're not getting that electric connection between. The, is that right between the neurons? So, Correct. Okay. It's
3: just right. It's just that's like the your heart, That's right. the cartoonist <laughs> view of
1: of Alzheimer's. So, but I mean, that, seriously. But I mean, that just makes sense. So you eat a good diet, like you said, Mediterranean. You're healthy. You're active. You're getting the blood flow. You're actually getting a good night's sleep, which I would imagine would be your brain needs that time. In like REM sleep to be yeah. able to
3: Doctor Mosley calls it getting out the junk. You know, yeah. so he's saying like that's your time that's time for your that's body. He cleans out the plaque. Right, to yeah. sleep and kinda of help you know, um you know, move things through toxify or whatever you want to call it. So,
1: so I'm gonna take a nap right after the show. There you go. That would be Does he tie thing.
4: that in with the sleep apnea? Or?
3: Yeah, he well he's just saying that what they found is just, you know, interruption in sleep and then also depriving your brain of oxygen when you have sleep apnea for those small amounts oh, yeah. of time, mm-hmm. you know those you know might only be a few seconds here or there. That but those seconds add up to minutes, those minutes add up to hours, and then it oh, kind yeah. of it's prolonged, um, uh, you know, sleep deprivation.
1: Right. And I've read too depression will have a big effect. Also, I think
3: I I'm not you know we haven't done a lot of studies on, on mental health currently and yeah. depression, but um, I would I would definitely think untreated. Depression could could affect that.
1: Yeah. So basically, the bottom line is take good care of yourself. And, and, yes. And, and even if you do have a risk factor, I mean, the news is good. You you can do the right things. Get out there, exercise for thirty minutes every day. Eat right. Lower your blood pressure.
3: Yes. <laughs> yeah. And I yeah. think that's the big thing is just managing. So if you are um, if you do have diabetes, it's not one of those things that you need to be panicked about, but it's just managing yeah. your diabetes. Just make and sure your same. blood sugar doesn't
1: go all over Correct. the Correct. Right. Yeah. And the
3: same with, with high blood pressure. You know, some people are just genetically predispositioned, even if they control their their weight, they they exercise regularly, you know, yeah. all of that, they still have high blood pressure. And again, it's just trying to, to regulate that as, as best you can.
1: Well let's switch gears into what we brought you in for because I mean you've obviously got the big event coming up and like I said, I can't believe it's the seventh one. It's unbelievable. Isn't that great. You know, tenth, seventh, yeah, 10th, seventh you're Just un- unbelievable. But you, how'd you get Cindy Lauper? I mean, how did you figure out, hey, we need to bring her in? I mean, <laughs> well, how, that, how does that process work?
3: Um, a lot well, of meetings. A lot of, <laughs> a lot yes, of meetings. Yes. Um, we work with uh, Arden Barnett from Arden So he kind of helps us. Yeah,
1: he's like a, he's a rock star. the, in the his music own
3: right. guru of Jackson, Mississippi, yeah. yes. or of Mississippi, I would say. Um, so we work with him to kind of help locate artists that are available and are touring and um and then from there it's really just kind of discussions on who um who we think you know will be a good pull and yeah. also um you know the availability of the artists that's, well, that's <laughs> a that's a huge bit too if they have the the time on their um their schedule to come so it's it's a very fine line of balancing wouldn't you say Patricia that we're just hoping to get the the artists at a time that they're available and all of that.
1: I mean, you know, some of them obviously, like Glenn Campbell, you know, had a real tie to the disease, and and I know Brian Wilson had a real struggle with depression for a long time, so I'm sure the mind part of his his career was very interesting too. But I imagine some of the others probably had some connections too that you just didn't know about.
3: Well, you know, that's so interesting you say that, Marshall, because just recently Cindy Lauper has been talking about her mom's mm-hmm. own. Um, personal battle with dementia oh. and we only found that out um, and we wow. hope she knows this yeah, and like, yeah. Uh,
4: That what she's coming for you right
3: know? so um, yeah you know because we work with her management team so we really work to just make sure <laughs> right. that, that she does understand like this is the type of ben- this. she knows she's coming for a benefit concert and then this is the type of benefit that it'll be so oh, that'll make it even more special I, I think so yeah. I really do because
1: I mean that's the thing when you go through this as a family member you want to actually be able to do something because you're so out of control Yes. You know, and so it's like anything positive that you can do, you're just like, so, yeah, that's going to be very, very strong. Trustmark's the title sponsor. I mean, like I said, the sponsors are important because it helps you, you know, keep costs down so you can make more money for Mm -hmm. the long run. So, you know, God bless the sponsors. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yes. Um, You do want to trust. We are so thankful for Trustmark. They've been on board since before I came. Yeah, they've been
4: our title sponsor every year. Yeah.
3: So we're just so thankful that they continue to support us and come back year after year. We've, um, we have great, great sponsors. Um, WJTV and iHeartMedia help us kind of yeah. keep keep the word out. Um, and the Madison Charitable Foundation um, has come on again this year as a presenting sponsor. So they're just so great to, to work with, and they've been so supportive of, of our mission and, and continue to, to be so.
1: That's great. And like I said, you know, it's amazing. You're probably talking to folks, and they're we were saying – when we're out in the lobby talking that, you know, it's like when you buy a white car and suddenly you drive down the road and everybody has white cars. When you go through something like this, you start, Oh yeah, my mom had it or my uncle had it or whatever. And you start hearing other people that walk this journey. And I'm sure the sponsors feel like, Hey, look, this is a way for us to actually, you know, cause I mean, you talk about the economic, co- I mean, forget the whole emotional social costs and everything else that happens economically too. It ain't cheap to take no, care of somebody. And so, I mean, it's, You know, obviously, you don't want somebody to have to go through this for all kinds of reasons, but it's very hard economically on the families, too.
3: Oh, absolutely. It's um, the cost for caregivers is just increasing. And you see um, that continually, you know, a lot of people are having to eat through their retirement early or they're having to do all kinds of things to just make ends meet.
1: Yeah, I mean, we were lucky mom and dad had done everything right. You know, uh, they, that's they, such and a so we were very mm-hmm. lucky that we had some tools to work with mm-hmm. on that. So otherwise, you know, probably dad would have been living with me. You know, yeah. I mean, it was one of those situations. It happens in
4: many and, situations. In, oh, yeah. Definitely.
1: Because I was going to, you know, he was going to be taken care of one way or the other. Right. So uh, on that last year, I mean, y'all did quite well. Half, like half, half a million, million dollars. Yes.
4: That's I have nice. to say that proudly. Yes, <laughs> say that out loud again. Half a million. Dollars. Half a million dollars we raised. That's yes. awesome.
1: Yes, that is awesome. Um, of course, you're going to try to beat that this year, of course, right?
4: Every year we yeah, keep yes. saying we're going higher. Yeah. Patricia oh,
3: you leads an amazing group of uh, committee members, and they just are phenomenal fundraisers. <laughs> I could imagine. <laughs> they I have imagine great energy.
1: Yes, I could imagine. Of course, you know when you're passionate about a cause, too, it makes it much easier. The money is going to go toward. Research.
3: Research and clinical care. Yeah. So yeah. it really just goes to support all of the operations of the Mind Center, whether yeah. that's in our in our research or our clinical care services.
1: Yeah, I'm very excited that you do that you have a multifaceted approach to this, you know, because Well I'm, it's needed. Yeah, <laughs> it's no, I mean needed. it definitely is. I mean mm-hmm. um because sometimes people get really thrown into just the research part of it and then everybody's trying to cope and so forth on that too. So um Patricia, as an event planner, I mean, how challenging has it been to, to put on a concert like this? I, I used to do a 5K race. A friend of mine and I did it. Actually, he did all the work, and I just told everybody I did it. But uh, <laughs> it was very not easy, you know, putting on something like that, and that was just a race. <laughs> this is a huge concert. Right. And yeah.
4: starting back seven years ago with our first party, it was just chaos. I mean, but it was good chaos yeah. because we were renting buses to... right. I had one girl planning out the parking lot in somebody's yard. I mean, just really detailed. And now we have it so much more structured. Yeah. Because we we have it at um, the museum, our sponsor party, and then we walk on to Thalia Mar. So it's a lot more organized. And so it is gone from, you know, the beginning of just having, what are we doing? We got to make this happen. And then it was a fabulous turnout and great. So. Um, having it at Thalimar and with the big space And showing more exposure to the public Is really helping us, I think
1: Yeah, definitely I mean, you've always gotten great coverage And so forth mm-hmm. on it, too yeah. Uh, But yeah, isn't it amazing when you actually have a plan?
4: <laughs> yes, and go it just figure. works out so
1: much better No, go figure
4: Because I look back at the beginning is really
1: Yeah, after 18 point. years of parenthood I was like, well, maybe I ought to get a plan now That might be a good <laughs> thing to do uh, we're going to come back and continue talking with Melissa Robinson and Patricia McClure from the Mind Center at UMMC about the upcoming amazing concert from this voice that you're hearing right here, Cindy Lopper. She's she's literally a rock star. There you go. This is Now You're Talking on MPB Think Radio. Over the night, stray cat is crying, so stray cat
2: sings bye.
0: Leading the Way, covering stories that matter to Mississippians with five first-place awards from the Associated Press, including breaking news, radio achievement, and public affairs reporting. Your source for a deeper look at today's top story is MPB News. You're listening to Now You're Talking with Marshall Ramsey on MPB Think Radio.
1: Michelle is laughing at my feeble dancing skills, but that's okay. I'm sitting down, so I can't hurt myself. So it'll work out all right. We have got a great show today. Thank you for joining in, and I hope you're having a great Monday. We have Melissa Robinson and Patricia McClure from the Mind Center here. We're talking about their big concert that's coming up on October 25th at Thalia Mara Hall, featuring that wonderful voice you just heard. And we were just, we were discussing, I know it's rude to discuss, discuss women's ages. But she's 65 years old.
3: Yeah. yeah. Holy Looks cow. So good. And can dance. Saying, sing, and dance. sing. And you and said her, her voice hasn't changed. No. It's, we're so excited. She's yeah. going to put on a great show. She really,
1: I mean, it, and it's like she's had this resurgence of popularity, which is really cool because people mm-hmm. are finding her music from yeah. from that time and they're like, oh, this is really good. Yeah. Yeah. I think time after time is, that's just such one of those, oh. Just listen to it, well, you know, good stuff. I mean, now, granted, I had Led Zeppelin 4. I mean, I was cranking it out in high school, don't get me wrong. I wasn't just sitting there cruising to, you know, adult pop or anything like that, but it's still good stuff. Oh, gosh, so it's coming up. Y'all are pretty much got everything ready to go, you know, and I think fundraising for the program, though, is really important. Obviously, if anybody has watched the news lately, we know that there are state budget cuts and. Um, you know it's getting more difficult in the medical world uh, because of traditional funding sources are drying up and so forth so this is really an important part to keep things going isn't it
3: yeah absolutely you know you mentioned a great point with particularly with funding for Alzheimer's we 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 have been fortunate that we're receiving more federal dollars for for funding um, but it's still nowhere near what you know cancer and heart has been receiving and so we really do rely heavily on the on our private donations to keep research going and being able to continue continue that. So um, we're very very thankful for all the private support that we've had, and yeah. there are still sponsorships available to to the Doobie really? Brothers uh, if people are interested. Yeah. To, the, yeah. to the to the concert, to, to the, the concert, concert. To, yeah. Cindy Loper. Yeah, to Cindy Lauper. Yeah, you I said Doobie,
1: Doobie Brothers. Brothers. Oh,
4: oh gosh. Not, that was last year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I've got a memory.
1: Okay, we need like... to save the Doobie Brothers. <laughs> That's, that's a, like I said, we've all three been through this. And when we start doing stuff yeah. like that, you get terrified. You're I make like, a oh. mental
3: note. I need to yeah. check myself it out. It couldn't
1: be because you have a two and a half year old or anything.
3: That might <laughs> and, contribute. And because
1: you're like, you know, fundraising for this huge <laughs> thing or anything. No, 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 no. I think you're going to be okay.
3: <laughs> Thanks, guys. Just, Appreciate yeah. it. No,
1: we're on top of you there. You've got yeah. a race. At Braun and Bubbles, you do that in May. so.
3: Yeah, that's our um, our other event fundraiser for the year. It's a, it's a really fun run uh, along the Ross Barnett Reservoir. I will
1: run that next year.
3: Awesome. Definitely. Yay. Have you run it before?
1: I have not. Okay. And I feel bad because no, it's okay. like right near where I live. So I can like run over and run it.
3: Great. So. It's, yeah, real easy course. And then. Well, we, then I'm in. Yeah. It's easy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. it's so just um, throw it along the river and then yeah. come on back and, and hang out and have a good good time with us after, the, after yeah. the race.
1: I tell you, you know, for me, and it's been so hard to talk about it, I've had people reach out to me and say, hey, could you help us do this, that, and the other? And, and of course I had cancer and I do a lot of a cancer awareness obviously, but I just couldn't talk about it for a couple of years. And now it's like, finally, I was like, okay, we gotta, we gotta do something about this, you know? And I think once the grief starts to wear off, but you know, have you got any words of encouragement to anybody who's sitting there listening right now thinking, I don't know where to turn or what to do.
4: I would say join a, um,
3: a support, support
1: group. Yeah, yeah, how can they find that? I mean, can, is there a phone number to call, or so it...
3: um, they can go online and yeah. uh, go to the it's www. backslash mind center, and yeah. all of our information on our care groups are there, so um, they can easily get connected with that as well.
4: Or could they also could call UMC? Mm-hmm.
3: Yep. yep, and then they'll um, give wanna... them a phone number. To, to call and i'm yeah. sorry i'm looking i'm blanking on our <laughs> phone number now i believe it's 601 and MIND so okay. they can do that as well
1: yeah and I, I, because i i mean i can't stress that enough people you, you're not alone and you need some help on this because it is exhausting it, it really is, is very exhausting i mean they told us when they diagnosed dad they said this is going to be harder on you than it is on him and it did turn out I maybe mean, thankfully because he was on good medication and had good care I mean, he never really was that unhappy. There was a short period where he was, but, um, but you know, by the end of it, we're all just, my sisters and I are looking at each other going, you know, all that it was just nuts to say the least. All right. So you got the mind tag. You can get a car tag as well. That's important. That's yes. a, that's a, do you got any other things you're, I mean, any other fundraisers that you coming up or?
3: Uh, well, so you did mention the car tag. That's, or people
1: can just write you a check. How about that? that? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Right. <laughs> and just. Yeah
3: place it in the mail or you can always make an online donation as legacy well. gifts and so forth. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so we, we and the license
4: it. plate is coming from the brawn and bubbles. Well, so we
3: started that, no. we started the race as a kickoff for that. Um, and we're still okay. trying to pre-sell 300 license tags. So oh, we have okay. to pre-sell them. Yeah. They have not gone into production yet. So please, if this is a cause near and dear to your heart, we would love to have your support and you can go online to purchase that or, um, or email us and we can get you connected with that piece as well
1: to me though you know as a guy who's worried about the disease obviously it just makes me feel good to know that we're doing something about it here in mississippi because you always hear about all the different research going on around the country but it's nice to know Kind of taking care of our own.
3: We like, are, and in a very big way. I mean, Doctor Mosley is leading one of the biggest studies that's ever been done on That risk study
1: factors. fascinating. I cannot mm-hmm. wait to read the results on that because it's just you know you always hear the nuns study that came out right, many, right, many years right. ago. You know the ones that nuns that were happy and healthy and you know that weren't depressed or that was the ones that were did not get right you know dementia wow. right and so. I just can't wait to find out the results of this study. Well, and,
3: and I will mention real quickly, we are about to launch a new research, a new population-based study called the Mind Mayo Study of Aging. We're partnering with the Mayo Clinic, and that will be recruiting nice. 4,000 people from the Hines, Madison, and Rankin County areas um, between the ages of uh, 40, I believe 45 to 60. And so, again, it'll be another ongoing study that they'll be, be looking at and um, looking at risk factors. I'd be glad to well. donate my brain. I'm not using <laughs> it. I'm not
1: using it that much. You can have it now if you'd like. So,
4: so. I'm so just hoping that um, Mississippi might be the home to where we find a cure for Alzheimer's.
1: Hey, we do that kind of stuff here. I mean, you know, we did the heart transplant.
4: Absolutely, yeah, we, I, we, I think
3: we, it's, it's very pro- probable. Probable. We're going to make that happen.
4: Especially with Dr. Tom
1: Mosley behind it. Yes. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, he's brains he's real smarty. He's real, real brainy. Smart. Yeah, he's a real smart guy. <laughs> as well. Coming up, it's October twenty fifth. Cindy Lopper, incredible talent. Um, how can folks get tickets?
3: They can purchase tickets by going to Ardenland.net.
1: Ardenland.net. Yes. God, what would we do without Arden? I
3: know. <laughs> Very, <laughs> Very thankful. I've had him in on the
1: show before and you so I went to church with him and he was you know, he of course, he did all his years of, of doing stuff at Howl Mal's and everything. He was hmm. like, I'm thinking about getting back into the concert business, but I'm just kind of nervous, you know, going out on my own. It's like... Yeah, I hope you do because that would really add to our quality of life. Man, it is we're feeling. we're really we're
3: really thrilled. We can't well, wait for Cindy to be does. here. I
1: can't either. Yeah. That's gonna be a lot of fun. Thank so, you and so thank much y'all more. for coming on today. Thank it's you. Great to get to meet you too. So you
4: nice too. to meet you. All
1: right. Well thank of course joining us today, Melissa Robinson and Patricia McClure from the Mind Center at UMMC for spending this wonderful time with us. Hey, if you missed any of today's show or want to hear the past episodes, log onto our website at mpvonline.org. Now You're Talking is a production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting, Think Radio, and is produced by Michelle McAdoo. Stay tuned for Southern Remedy and join us next week for more Now You're Talking here on MPB Think Radio.